something you're doing? Work, work. Podcast is all of Azeroth. This is World of Warcast, episode number 246. I am Michael Gaines. And I am Renata. Hi, Renata. How are you? I survived the Department of Motor Vehicles. <laughs> Just barely? Oh, you know, I always get behind the, the lady who's got the screwed up title and the right person to assign it, and she will not take no for an answer, and she has to get every supervisor there. Meanwhile, all I'm doing is renewing a license that nothing's changed on, and I need like five minutes. Yeah. Yeah, I had a problem like that once. I um, when I bought my DeLorean years ago, um, the person who gave me the info did not put the VIN number on the car. So uh, put the VIN number on the title. So I I went there at noon, and I remember I said the guy the guy who's like running the place he comes in with lunch, and so they're closing the place, and I said. I've been here since 12. He goes, you haven't been here since 12. I said, I saw you come in. You had tuna for lunch. And he looks at me like, you've really been here that long? I said, yes. He goes, all we need is a pencil rubbing of the VIN number. I'm like, you're kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. You so I had to wait. That was on a Friday. I had to wait until Monday. The DMV, I don't understand why an entire organization just can't get their crap together. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I mean, I, I haven't been to, well, no, I shouldn't say that. I was at the Department of Motor Vehicles just a month ago to get some stuff done for my parents. Mm -hmm. But I just don't <laughs> know. I'm years and years and years now. It's, it's the DMV. Wow it's the DMV. Needs, no, WOW needs a DMV option, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, where you can just like beat people in the DMV. That run the DMV is like, no, I have everything in order. Right. I have right. to say, though, years ago, they tried to get better. I got my new license within half an hour. I was just like, it, they did something here in Jersey where they just made it really, really fast. So I had to get two things in two separate instances, and they were really fast. But my daughter went recently to register her new car, and she was there for like three hours, and it shouldn't have taken the, It's like they need this, they need this, and they make you wait. So I think things are getting worse. And yes, I know that I can renew it online, but I needed an eye exam. Oh. And I didn't want to bother going to my eye doctor to get an eye exam. And, you know, the thing, the really ironic part about this is I'm blind as a bat. Mm -hmm. I need, some people say they need glasses to find their glasses. I need glasses to find walls. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, there's no question I need corrective lenses. And that hasn't changed. Yeah. So I have to go to the DMV. To prove that I can read an eye chart with my glasses on. Uh, and that, yes, I still need corrective lenses. I've needed corrective lenses since I was six years old. Oh so it's, as I said, it's just, it's bureaucracy. Well, other than the DMV, how was your week? Um, Actually, it's been a little grindy. Uh -huh. Because in my quest to get up uh, all the reputations, I finished all the base quests in Pandaria with my rogue. Mm-hmm. And so then I thought, well, you know, now I'll kind of have that cleared. I'll have what uh, reputation I can get from quests done, and then I can start on the grindy part. Well, the grindy part has started. And so I'm taking them two at a time. I'm not really trying to overwhelm myself with this. So right now it's the August Celestials and the Golden Lotus. Because, mm -hmm. of course, you have to get the Golden Lotus to revered before a shadow pan will start giving you dailies. Yeah, yeah. And although it's really August Celestials that I want to get exalted because they have cat mounts 
<laughs> and other than the jeweled, other than the jeweled panther, there just are not that many cat mounts on the horde side. Mm-hmm. I have the uh, winter spring um, tiger, but only the alliance can use that. Oh, okay. Which I've never seen the reason for that. Why only alliance gets that one? But um, so, as I said, that's that's primarily what I've been doing. Is is that in, in WoW and just you know main, doing dailies and that sort of thing. Now, in the world of gaming at large, there was a discussion on a Facebook group that I'm on uh, for women gamers mm-hmm. about um, this woman posted, I had to laugh because she posted saying, I'm probably the oldest gamer here. I'm 34. <laughs> no. I'm like, honey, <laughs> really? I've been married for, I, I, I've been married for almost 30 years. Yeah, yeah. So I started gaming when I was seven, when my dad brought home a, uh, a Pong machine. And I will be honest here, I turn 50 next month. Okay. I know I don't sound 50, but I will be 50 next month. <laughs> and thus, I have been gaming for about 43 years. When people ask me how long have I been gaming, I say, how long have games existed? That's how long I've been gaming. Yes, pretty much. Yeah. Um, although I think Oregon Trail actually was developed before I was born. Well, I know that Rogue was developed, I think, on a PDP-11, if if I remember correctly. Um, mm-hmm. That was a while ago. Um, uh, uh, Space War was developed. Maybe that was de- – maybe they were both. I don't know. One of them was developed on a PDP-11. But uh, Space War, Rogue, all the and, – and even – uh, Zork maybe was older, but there have been games that have been on like mainframes for a while, right? Um, didn't exactly have access to them as a preschooler, no. So, but it got me, and right about this time, also, um, archives the, the internet archives, the home of the wonderful Wayback Machine that mm-hmm. allows you to look at old versions of websites, also now has a Mac gaming and well back programming emulator archive where you can go on there and you can play like old versions of things like the original text-based hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy Mm -hmm. and rogue and dark castle yeah oh my god dark castle is clunky (laughs) i was never good at it anyway um cafe but it kind of got me thinking about some of these old games, which brought me back to another site that I really love called Good Old Games, GOG.com, where you can buy versions of older games which will run on modern machines. Mm-hmm. And I had bought a whole bunch of these games a long time ago, so I've been kind of looking back through the old Might and Magic series. Oh, that I was a that. it was a really good series and it had a really nice rich history. And then 3DO sold the franchise and it just fell to hell. Yeah, that happens a lot, though. Yeah. But I've been, so I've been kind of in a nostalgia period for, mm-hmm. for my lost gaming youth. <laughs> um, and it's actually funny how well some of these games have held up. I want to show you something. I'm going to show this. To, this is a floppy. Oh, my God. I'm you sh- still own floppies? Do you have anything that will read a floppy? So... Over there, real floppy. Yes. The, the real five and a quarter. Real, inch. This is a real five and a quarter inch floppy, and I do have a real. So you're talking about uh, your gaming history. I have uh, an old Atari 800 uh, hard drive. Oh. Enough hard drive. Listen to me, God Almighty. 
I have an Atari 800 floppy drive connected to my PC, and I have software that's backing up all my software so that you can run it on the Altera uh, Atari 800 emulator. Wow. And they work great, like Spielunker and stuff like that. They all work great. <laughs> but I do I have an, Spielunker. Yeah, I have an Atari 800 and 800 XL. I don't use them very often. Uh-huh. But... Yeah, th- these are the precursors of gaming. Like my, the the way that I sort of got into WoW in the first place is playing games like Temple of Apshai and Rogue. Uh-huh. Um, and if anybody remembers those games, good. Uh, <laughs> <the> Temple <laughs> of Apshai was like a D and it was it was more like a D and D based game where you, you had um, like a room or maybe a hallway or something. And you fought a bat and, went, eh, and then you would hit it again, <laughs> and, went, eh, and that would be it. So. That's actually what it sounded like. I know it's that, that's why I'm laughing. Is it is it is precisely what it sounded like. So playing WoW back then, or, or I'm sorry, like in 2004, 2005, to me it was just like, oh, this is like a big Temple of Apshai, but really cool. Right. Yeah. You have a different perspective on things depending on how old you are. Yeah, and you know, a lot of these old dungeon crawler games, like, you know, the original Wizardry. Yes. And some of it's it's ilk. And uh, I've mentioned this before on the show, but not recently, that uh, Kryler, my husband, was actually one of the beta testers of the original Wizardry. Mm. So, because it was first developed by Surtech Games in Ogdensburg, New York, and we went to Potsdam College, which was near there. And he was good friends with one of the original developers. Okay. But, uh, so he just, you know, he had a bunch of college students for, you know, for beer and, and munchies beta tested wizardry yeah but i mean those were some of the some of the early games were single player but then later on they they developed the party system which was then adopted by by mmorpgs except that you ran the entire party yourself yeah uh there are games like uh, dungeon master for the atari st there was a game called fantasy ph starts with the ph ends with an ie uh for the atari st where you had to build and run your whole party Mm-hmm. Might and Magic series worked like that too. Yeah, yeah. So before these they the... turned it into Heroes and Might and Magic, which was also a good game, but different. Precursor to WoW. Precursor to WoW, yes. And everything else. So wow. anyway, but that's kind of what I've, as I said, grind, grind, grind on the old, uh, <laughs> on on the old reputation and uh, playing some of these old games. I all right. So my my week. Anybody who's listened to the show for a while knows that when I get my mind set on something, I I get it done. And the one thing that I'm trying to work on right now is getting that godforsaken vial of the sands recipe. And I've been trying to figure out a way. What? That I won't mention I got years ago. (laughs) Well, I got to ask you something because I don't remember when you got it. Like, how long were you farming for it? Was it like a day, a week or something? It wasn't very long. I got really lucky. Yeah, because here's the thing. So for those of you that don't know, um, the Vial of the Sands recipe shows up in what's called the Canopic Jar. And the Canopic Jar is one of six things that you can get, not including the rares, from archaeology in um, Cataclysm. Mm-hmm. So you have a one in six chance of getting the Canopic Jar. And then in the Canopic Jar, you have... uh, one out of 50 chance of getting the recipe. So I did not like probability and statistics in college. So I don't know what the numbers on that are, but the way that I've been working it out is I've been, tr- what I've, 
it's it's complicated. So they say that the best way to do it is you you get you take two box crates and you go to uh, this uh, I forgot the, the bronze beard I think it's bronze beard in um, uh, near the temple uh, the shrine rather um, he's the, he's in the building between the horde and the alliance uh-huh. shrines so you give him two crates and then he gives you a uh, a manted I forgot the name of the thing it's a manted something so that only the manted um, uh, manted archaeology spots show up in uh, Pandaria. Uh-huh. So you don't have to do a lot of flying or anything like that. And and then you have another item that it gives you, which uh, resets all the archaeology spots so that it's only in Town Long and Dread Wastes. Oh, that's nice. So that's really nice. So I figured that I can do about 35 to 42 crates in an hour. Wow. And... I was doing the numbers in my head. It's like you already have a, a one in 50 chance of getting the recipe from the canopic jars and you get like a one in six chance of getting a canopic jar. So I was trying to figure out like how many of these crates am I going to need just for the chance of getting this thing? And it, it, it was a lot. Um, and what I used to do is I would get like 10 crates and then I would hearth back. Like I would do it like every half an hour or something like that. And I found that that's just frustrating as hell. Because you would you would go there and say, oh, well, I only got two items and neither was a canopic jar and I got to go back out. So what I do is I put on like music or a podcast or something and I'll just farm there for like three or four hours and I'll come back with like like 90 of these things. Mm-hmm. And I still haven't gotten it. So that's really. Yeah. I, no, because in the are you last, sure this works? No, I know it works. I, I know for a fact that it works. Um, the problem is that in the last two days I've had very bad RNG and I have not gotten a canopic jar. I got a canopic jar. What's today? Thursday. I got a canopic jar. I got a couple on Monday and a couple on Tuesday. I did not No, Wait, today's Thursday. So it was Tuesday and Wednesday. I didn't get any Sunday and Monday. I did, Hmm. but they just had the mummified organs in them. So I know for a fact it works. I know it's the fastest way to do it because I could farm, in Legion, uh-huh. on, you know, on the Broken Isles, the problem is that my character that I'm doing this on is level 101, so I have to sort of like dance around some of these mobs, and and I found that it's it's just not worth it. Right. It's it's much faster doing your archaeology in these condensed spots because other than one in Town Long, there uh, the archaeology spots are big, but this the areas inside them where your their actual dig sites are very small. So what, yes. so what I've done is I've set up like my 12 button mouse so that I just, I hit it, boom, I find it, move on. And now I know like where the spots are so I can do this very, very quickly. Uh-huh. It's just so tedious. Yeah. So I'm still trying to get one of these damn things. So that's well, that. And your, your latest obsession. It's, it's my latest obsession. The other thing, as always, is the auction house. And I don't know why this happened, but Blood of the Mountain on my server, I've been on the server for a while now. They were like between six and 800 gold each. I don't uh-huh. know why they were so much because it really doesn't take a lot of work to farm them. But all right, whatever. Um, and I had a leftover one. I'm like, well, let me just throw it on my auction house instead of just putting it in the bank. Cause I didn't, I know that I'm not going to be needing blood of the mountain anytime soon. There are uh-huh. 4,500 gold on my server last week. I'm like, that's it. I'm just going to start putting a whole bunch of them up. 
what they're used for is it has not changed. No, it's 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 a it's a reagent for like five blacksmithed items. Yeah. Is it is it that suddenly one of these items has become the hot thing for transmogs? Not that I know of, but it, it, the the way to farm them hasn't changed. It's very no, right, so for those just, mo- just molten core. Yeah, you just run into molten core, and you have to kill molten destroyers, not the mm-hmm. smaller ones, uh, not the molten giants. But there are two ways you can get these things. One is by killing molten destroyers, and the other one is by uh, farming the uh, dark iron nodes. There's a one percent chance of getting them. I, I it's rare, but I get them from there too. But then you just you kill a bunch of these things, and you do your farming and everything, and then you run out and you reset the instance. You do it all over again. So. I'm looking at the items that it creates, and I mean, they're just not that remarkable looking. Well, no, but some of them are needed for legendaries. Really? Yeah. Hmm. So like the Sulfuron's Hammer? You need yeah. Them, you need them for Sulfuron's Hammer, but then you you need the item at the uh, uh, from Ragnaros in order to uh, turn it into the um, legendary. So it's needed for, for those kinds of things. Like those really high end things from level sixty in vanilla. Right, right. Yeah. But I have nine of them now. And they were just sitting in my bank, so yeah. I don't think I hold on to things like that. I do because of reasons like this. Oh, it's how much now? <laughs> yeah, that's that's ridiculous. Yeah, I don't understand it. And then the other thing I almost did <laughs> and Red said to me, Don't do it. Uh, I said I was going to start leveling my priest. She's level 100, and I was going to start leveling her, and Ren said, don't do it. So why should I not level a priest? Well, this is just my opinion. Um, Of course, the the bomb spec used to be Shadow. Uh But now, the way that they have it, they're only doing kind of of middle-of-the-pack damage. Mm. So I find that they're very good with single-target. But you get groups, I find them really tricky to deal with. Mm-hmm. Maybe I just haven't played her enough. I've been running mine discipline. It's the only one that I've found that I can sort of stand. But for some reason, the way that they've changed the Shadow Priest, I do not like it at all. Uh, discipline is okay, but it's really slow by yourself. You real, I really kind of need to just run her with somebody else. Mm-hmm. And I, so she's actually the character I've got parked right now. Okay. Um, you know, maybe you would find... I just don't find Shadow Priesting as... I mean, it used to be very satisfying. Because mm-hmm. you could deal with just about anything that came your way. But I just find that especially ability to handle ads mm-hmm. is very tricky. Oh, I see. Even mean. more so, more tricky than it is with some of the mage specs. Like, like Fire is not a super, super good one for for groups just because the long cooldowns and everything but you really just don't have that many options for the shadow priest well on a mage what i can do with a bunch of groups if they get a little unruly is i just hit them with dragon's breath and they all just turn dopey right so yeah yeah but i don't know what to do that's just it it's just really my ignorance about being a priest. and there, there is we're talking about it a little bit in discord about five days ago or something like that mm-hmm. um i don't know i might still do it i just really I've been focused on this stupid recipe, <laughs> which is dumb because I really want to go into Tomb of Sargeras. And, and you know, it's funny. This this actually happened to me yesterday. Somebody in the guild said, we're going into Tomb of Sargeras. 
I level 900 plus. And I said, well, I'm 898. Is that okay? And I get, he says, no, you have to be 900 plus. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Two eye level points down and I'm not going in. There's what? people that are just all about the freaking numbers. It's just, uh, it's just so frustrating. I'm like, okay, so so what do I gotta do? Farm for what? I know what my problem is. I have a wait. Is it a ring? Wait, no, no. I've got something. A lot of my stuff, like I've got nine. Oh, I forgot to mention. Maybe I did. I don't remember. I got nine forty pants last week, uh-huh. and um, my ad level went up to like eight ninety. Well, now it's like eight ninety eight. And um, I think it's a ring that is holding me back. I don't remember, but I, to be denied entrance be, to say nine hundred plus and like no, you're two point two points. Like how how much difference could that really be? This is why I hate raiding. This is why I don't raid because of the snotty attitude. And I hate to say it, it's snotty attitude. It really is. It's it's you know, instead of just like, oh, let's go and have some fun. Look, if you're eye level eight twenty, you're not getting in. I totally understand that. But two point and eight ninety, I even understand. And they were still looking for people. Ten minutes later they're still looking for people. Like we really need somebody. I'm like, whatever. Okay. Yeah, uh, then I don't want to be with you because if you're that if you're that wedded to must be 900. I mean, is what is there? Is there, is there some trap in there that detects whether you're 899 <laughs> and Insta gives you? Seriously. I mean, I got as I said, this is why I got out of braiding cuz it just drives me nuts. It's... I still I by the way, I'm still not flying. Oh, well, that's okay. I'm still not flying because I just don't I don't want to deal with the raid. The raid. Yeah, oh, you have no, to do no, no. Uh, you, ML Nightmare. You just have to do that. Um, you can do that on LFR. I know I can do it on LFR. It's but... it's one two three. It's really uh, really easy. Am I making a mountain out of a molehill? Yes. Okay. Because I didn't want to do it either. I'm just like, oh, I've got to deal with these people. But if I, we ran into LFR, you know, I did my damnedest. I was like top five in DPS or something, and I we we just flew through it. And by now, you should be able to get through it really fast because there should be people that are like. Eight ninety eight and higher. That's going to be my title, I think, this week. <laughs> <sighs> I think my my highest character is eight ninety four. Uh huh. But as I said, I don't really care about getting into ratings. So, yeah. like, I don't mind if somebody says, you know, like, oh, we'll let you in, and then if my DPS is like fourteenth or something, which it's not going to be, but if it is, I'm like, all right, you know, I'll step out. That's fine. Right. But. So I'm just a little upset about that. And yeah. So for for listeners that have listened to the show for a long time, say, how come Mike doesn't raid anymore? That's why it's attitude. It's other people's attitudes. Right. And and believe me, I try to get higher stuff. I I have farmed nether shards until I was blue in the face, just uh-huh. just to get a chance at getting something over 880 on one of my items because I think I've got like I think my hands are 885 or something, but I got something that's like 880. So I'm trying to get something that's like 900. I do all that. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to hear it. Um, I think anyway, the new in the news, the tomb of Sargeras is open. Oh God. Okay. So I really want to see this. <laughs> um, I want to see it this week. So you know, I'll I'll try and find a group of people that are not stingy about their eye levels and and get in there. Um. 
lagging balls. I think they're what seven out of nine. I think now on normal, mm-hmm. or, you know, their guilds. So, um, grats to them. I yeah. don't know where Kara is. Um, I didn't see anything on her update, so I want to. So let me know because I know you're listening. Um, there's supposedly some badass stuff going on in there. And I'm not going to spoil it, but somebody in guild chat was saying, no, I can't talk about X because of spoilers. I'm like, oh, really? Okay. So that's interesting. Um, So maybe I'll try and get in there this weekend or something. Right. Midsummer Fire Festival started on Tuesday. And I I love this one. I really (laughs) do. This is this I think is my favorite. I, I may teeter between this one and Christmas, the, the Winter Vale, but uh-huh. I really think that this is my favorite because I get to pee on all the horde fires. <laughs> oh, I've forgotten about that. I had, yeah. I, I, it's been one of those things of, yeah, I need to do it. I need to do the, they've, they've put them in, uh, the, the Legion and, um, Warlord zones, uh-huh. which they hadn't done before. And I do need the book of matches. I got the book of matches and the pets. I got it. I got the book of matches. So the description of the book of matches was it sets you on fire. I'm like, oh, that's great. I thought it was just like 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 the combustion animation mm-hmm. where you know you're actually on fire. No, 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 it's not. It's so hilarious. You're set on. You set yourself on fire and you run screaming. <laughs> it's great. It's great. I did not know that was going to happen because I got the thing yesterday. All right, so let me back up a second. So I do my usual thing. There's I want to talk about my add-on for the week, and I got to sort of do it now because I got to talk about it. It's called Candy Buckets, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and what it does is it just puts the locations of the horde and and um, uh, alliance fires on your map. Very easy. <clears throat> so is it? Yeah, I I assume since it's called Candy Buckets that it changes from holiday to holiday what the hot spots are. It doesn't change, which I wish it would. And it doesn't mm. give you a selection, which I wish it would. It gives you everything all at once. So it actually gives you all the locations of the stuff for Easter, too. And you know, mm. it makes your UI a little messy, but, you know, you just shut it off. But anyway, the point is, I do my I do my route, which is I start in Stormwind, I go south, and then I mm-hmm. take the portal back to Stormwind, and then, you know, I'll go north, whatever. So I do my thing. By the time, if I remember this correctly, by the time I was done with everything... In Eastern Kingdoms, I think I had 246 Blossoms. And so I moved over to Kalimdor, and I did that a little more sporadic. Um, I did, um, in Eastern Kingdoms, I did the two Horde cities, and then Kalimdor did the two Horde cities, which were easy. Nobody like nobody fought me. Silver Moon is always a problem because you can't fly in there. You have to right. run in there. But I ran in there, and uh, the guards were like, hey, hey, you know, and they would just, like, go back. They would leash back. So I get into Silvermoon, I get into the corner, and, and I go in Viz, and everybody leaves me alone, and then I hit the button, and the, and uh, they changed the the cast time to one second of a few years ago, I think in 2008 or something like that. Uh-huh. <clears throat> so I do the thing, and the guards are like, Bear! and I just run into this corner, and the guards stop chasing me. It's uh-huh. where the little girl runs with her pet or something like that. I don't know exactly where it is, but it's off to the right. And um, they leave me alone. I just pour it out. Huh. So that was really easy. Uh, so I got all four of the horde fires. I peed on them. Uh, <laughs> and then all the other ones. Anyway, so I got to 500 really fast. 
Uh-huh. Well, I mean, relatively fast. It took about an hour and a half or something like that. But um, I know an hour and a half is not all, you know, a short amount of time. But, you know, when you got the music on or something like that. Anyway, so I come back and I get my matches. Oh, I want to say one other thing. I was in Stormwind, and you know how you have to do the um, the the torch toss where you have to follow right. the shadow. <sighs> yeah, don't do it in Stormwind or Orgamar. Go somewhere else because I was doing it in Stormwind, and I was the only person there. And I keep forgetting th- that uh, you can't just follow it. You have to sort of do this pre-turn, uh-huh. like when when the torch is about to land you know that you're not going to go in like this 90 degree cone in front of you. So what you, so what I do is as I catch it, I turn my character uh-huh. and it was fine. I, I, it took a while to get used to it. I would get like four or five or something and I would screw up. I'm like, Oh, but after the third or fourth try, all these people started showing up and you know, we can't follow each other's shadows. Right. So I'm like, screw this. I went to Darnassus. It took me two or three tries and I did it fine because I was the only one there. Right. I always used to do mine in Silvermoon. Oh, okay. That's probably even better. Yeah, because that's even more deserted. So Exodar would be a, a good place for, for the Alliance to do that. But, yeah, Don't ex- all go to Exodar, though, because <laughs> it, it kind of erases the whole idea of what we're trying to, uh, <laughs> try to yeah. promote here. So, I will um, point out to you also, I checked this. You have Handy Notes, right? Yes. but Handy I- Notes underscore Summer Festival. Oh, really? All the summer festival bonfires on as well. Okay. So you can just download. A lot of these things have, like, I've got the ones for Pandaria Treasures and some of those other ones, but they have a summer festival one where you can get the all the bonfires. Mm-hmm. So it won't be as cluttered as candy buckets. Mm-hmm. Um, we did, I did a hoon. The funny thing about a hoon, and this happens every year. So. The way that a hoon works is that um, you walk up to the boss, and it's not the boss that you have to fight directly. You have to fight the the little spawns that show up. Mm-hmm. But this ha- I do this every year. In between the spawns, I start shooting at the boss because I'm just sitting there doing nothing. So I might as well just like bring the boss's health down a little bit. Well, me and, and three other people I saw were doing this. And um, there's always that one person who's like, don't do the boss. You know, you're wasting your time. Well... In bringing the boss's health down by about an eighth, uh-huh. we were able to kill the boss in one shot because the boss turns into like an ice cube, I think, or something like that. And then uh-huh. it says like, Ahoon is now vulnerable. So we killed the boss. We killed the boss just as he was about to go into uh, to repeat the first phase. So if we didn't do that eighth damage... Mm-hmm. We would have had you know, it's it's only a few minutes. It's not a big deal, but but there's always somebody who's complaining and they're like, ah, oh, see, we're right. <laughs> so <laughs> like, it's like we're not dumb. Um, but yeah, I didn't get anything. I got 14 blossoms, and I think that was it. Mm. Um, there are some new items this year. So I don't have the list in front of me. Right, so, well, it's the pets I'm mostly interested in. Yeah, I want to get the pets. Uh, there, there's a hat. That I, I I guess I never got before. It's funny. It's it's um, you put it on your head and it's a flat top. And then the description is the 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 description is kneel in front of your friends so they can cook off of you. <laughs> that's the description of the of the hat. So I wanted. That's, Have you tried this? No, because it's three hundred and fifty. So I just wanted to get the matches oh. first. 
So um, I'll probably get that today or tomorrow or something. So because I, I have to do the rest of Kalimdor and and some other things. So I want to get the hat and I want to get. I think they're. I have the Cinder pet. There's another pet that I need to get. So um, yeah, I still have to do that. So it's going to be a lot of fun. I love this this holiday. Yeah, this one's a good one. This one is pretty well thought out. There's some of them like the uh, the Lunar Festival. The, mm. the the New Year festival that has some attributes to it that I've always thought were not very well thought yeah, out. I think that needs to be a little redone. So I think that's all I've got for the Midsummer Fire File fi, fi, the Midsummer File Festival. Fi, yes, I'm file filing festival? filing my taxes. Yes. Um, no, I, that should be in April. Um, <laughs> the the thing that I always think about with like toys like the Book of Matches. It's someone's job to think this stuff up. <laughs> and then animate and then it. And think up the animation and then make the animation. Yeah. You know, this is someone's job. This yeah. was someone's job for weeks. Just this one toy. Yeah. And then you have to have somebody do the screaming. Yes. You have to get the act. You get a voice actors to do the screaming. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> I I just love it. I'm glad I got the matches. If if. If you want to have a toy that's funny, I would say get the matches. The one other thing that I that I have, which to this day people are still baffled by, is the imp in a ball. Mm-hmm. People don't. I'll set that up. The only problem that I have with it is that it sets it up right where I was standing, and I wish it would put it off like a little bit to the side so it wouldn't people wouldn't know it was me. Like this imp in a ball just shows up. Uh-huh. But um, I like that one too. Um, well, my my favorite toy is still my orb of deception. I just got one recently. Oh, you did? Yeah, Finally got about one three months ago. I got it off of Ragnaros. It I took think I forever. got that like my very first. Of course you did. Just, oh, that's not my usual luck. Just like your vial of the sands. Oh yeah, well that one I think <laughs> I was thinking about that. I think I got it in about two weeks, mm-hmm. something like that. Okay, two it, weeks. It, I can handle doing this for two weeks. I'm, I'm not. That's fine. I'm not really. Good but it was, it was very early on. Yeah. Um. All right. So let's see. We got more news. Um. I know you have some changes. These are hot fixes. We're not going to go through these all hot of these. fixes that uh, that it's it's compiled from several days. Um, they fixed a bug in the cavern of consumption that would erroneously teleport players back to the entrance of the cavern. What is the cavern of consumption, Ren? <laughs> uh, you don't know. Okay. No, I don't know. Okay. Um, the cavern of consumption. All right. So this is one of the secrets that were just found in the game. The cavern of consumption allows you to get the sun darter pet. Ah, um, so we're so going to talk l- about this. Let's. All right. I we... I just didn't catch that that was the name of the place where you got the sun darter pet. Yes, that's. I did look the over the stuff. Pet. I just for some reason the 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 that the cavern of consumption is kind of a generic name. It is. So the way that it works, I, I'm also just talking about it. The way that it works yeah. is that you go into the cavern of consumption, and you have to bring with you a bunch of items like flasks and potions and things, and you have to go through these trials in a certain order with certain buffs to get to the end to get the sun darter so i'll have a link to that the, the sounds l- like a game show <laughs> it sort of is it's, <laughs> it's just like american ninja but with potions or something like that right 
Um, you have to, you know, jump over this and hit this bell three times. And yeah, so so you have to have while like, balancing something on your head. Yeah, you can't just bring like one noggin fog or elixir. You have to drink it until you become a skeleton, right? So it's like that. So, uh, so you have to bring a bunch of um, fire protection potions. I think I don't know. There, I'll have the list. I just looked at it briefly before we started recording. Yeah, I just I looked at the. There was a video. Mm-hmm. that I saw online about it. And I just looked at it and I was like, wow, that's that's complicated. But actually, it kind of looks like fun. <laughs> it does look like fun. And I wanted to check the price on them on the auction house. But for some reason, the app has not been working today at all. It, mm. it tries to log me in. And then it the I get the spinning wheel. And then the spinning wheel goes away and it comes right back. And it goes away and it comes right back. And it's been like that since this morning. So I think there's a problem with the back end. Uh-huh. And I, I didn't get a chance to actually log into the game to check because you can put these in a cage and sell them on the auction house. So I'm curious as to how much they are. Because, right now, probably astronomical. Well, that's that's the thing. It's like today they're astronomical. It's just like some of the other pets that were out years ago, like the ones in Molten Core. They were astronomical at first, and now they're like seven gold. Yeah. So, but it, this has got to be fun. I really want to try this. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So anyway, actually, sounds like something that's right up my alley. It's it it's, is. It's fussy. <laughs> it, is. It, it requires a lot of attention to detail, and it's kind of silly at the same time. It is. All right. The Kirby yeah. scenario. We've got a couple of fixes. I'll go through this real quick. Time Lord titles now account wide. I've seen several people with it already. Oh God, bless them. Uh, <laughs> Nezar Azret should now only summon ads when in combat. Okay. Anderhall, brother uh, Gregory, and. Talisa Tau Hide, okay. Should cast her full heal spell less, less often. Uh, and Dragon Blight, Chromie is now a very important NPC, well marked on maps, and player versus player activities are forbidden in the area around her. Well, that's nice. But I'll bet you that that was a real issue on PvP servers. It was. I read that it was. Um, it was a serious problem. So good. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that they fixed it. Fixed an issue in which the quest to complete the deaths of Chromie scenario didn't always give credit. <laughs> well, that's good. Uh, Chromie should become unresponsive much less often. So the next go. ad on the... Oh, were you say something about Chromie? I'm sorry. No, that's it. I'm done. The next one I required a little bit of investigation because I had no idea what they were talking about, which is... Alicia of the Waters should no longer appear in Asuna. She wasn't quite ready for her debut yet. What? Well, <laughs> Alicia of the Waters, I found out, it could be found in Asuna and sells enchanted bobber to her best friends. Hmm. So she's, this is a new fishing okay. along the lines of like Conjurer Margos, where apparently you can fish things and uh, get in good with her. Um, like Nat Pagel. Like Nat Pagel, yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a um, there's a buff she gives when you're standing close to her that is um, uh, called something's fishy, mm-hmm. and you fish up these fragmented enchantments that to turn in for fifty reputation each, kind of like the drowned mana for Margos. Okay. Um, according to the achievement Fisher Friend of the Isles, uh, this would these will um, give you some different. Uh, different bobbers that would, would be available. A carved wooden helm, a demon noggin, face of the forest, floating totem, and replica gorilla. But apparently she was released to the servers before she was supposed to be. Whoops. 
So there's there's going to be a new fishing mob, but who knows when she's actually supposed to show up. Okay. I would guess she's probably not completely developed because it seems a little thin mm-hmm. as far as just having bobbers available. That there's probably going to be more to this than that, maybe more achievements, etc. And uh, so she, but she got released for a couple of days by accident. Okay, all right. But she's well, gone now. Okay. Um, couple quest fixes here. Uh, auctioneer Zifa should no longer evade attempt an assassination for hiding in plain sight. I have not gotten to that yet, but um, I know uh-huh. people were complaining about that. Fixed a bug where in the blink of an eye was not granted to players upon completion of Illidari allies or equivalent. And uh, so that's good. Uh, let's see what else. We got, we got a couple. Of, we got There's a lot of class changes. Yeah. And I think most of these can be summed up in some things got nerfed and some things got buffed. <laughs> yeah. But, um, for example, uh, like hunters, survival hunters got a slight buff of overall damage, as did retribution paladins and uh, sh- elemental and enhancement shamans. Warlocks and war- affliction warlocks, destruction warlocks, um, warriors all got decreases. Mm-hmm. Now, I play an arms warrior and I play an affliction warlock. Mm-hmm. I can't say I've really noticed much with with either of them, although ARMS has been a little shaky since 7.2.5. Not so much that I'm I'm no longer committed to it, but there have been enough changes that I have noticed some some issues. Warlocks, on the other hand, are crazy. Mm -hmm. They do absolutely... I can take... I could take 112 silver or gold elites solo... On my warlock, and I have been since her eye level was about eight forty. Yeah, people were talking about that in trade chat a night or two ago. Yeah, they are. You know, if I have a job to do, I pull out my warlock to do it because mm-hmm. I can't solo one twelve elites mm-hmm. on most of my other characters. She doesn't even blink an eye. So mm-hmm. I mean, they they are absolutely crazy op. Not that I am complaining. <laughs> I'm not complaining this for an instant, but yeah. she. But as I said, they can do things that none of my other characters can do, yeah. not even come close. So I can't really fault dam- damage at all abilities reduced by five percent. Okay, maybe it'll take me five seconds longer to kill that one. Probably. Yeah. Mage, fire, and arcane have been increased by three percent. Ooh. So <laughs> that's interesting. Well, that's the... made arcane completely playable again. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Uh, so there are a bunch of things in there. Let's see. Uh, Nighthold reduced damage by fifteen percent by Croesus, Fuldan, and Star Augur Atre- Atreus, plus a few other nerfs. Uh, yeah, nerfs. there's been some various nerfs on their damage. That's interesting. Um, Corrected an issue where Mythic Keystone completion failed to award an additional piece of loot for beating the timer in some circumstance. Wait, wasn't that in last week's? Did they fix it again? They fixed it again, apparently. They oh. didn't quite fix it the first time. Oh. They also had a problem with Mythic Keystones not appearing properly in chat, which yeah. they said they were going to fix, and then eventually they fixed it. And the, the rest of these, these sound like stuff from last week. For the, Well, the one thing that I noticed, the Blood of Sargeras can now be attained from Class Hall vendors at a price of five Blood of Sargeras for 5,000 order resources. Right. Well, yeah. now you compare that to you can buy 4,000 order resources for 20 Blood of Sargeras from What's-Her-Face outside. 
I, I'm suspecting a little problem here with the exchange rate. Because mm. <laughs> it seems to me, if you, you know, buying blood of Sargeras for order resources, you get five for 5,000, or you can sell, get. Four thousand order resources for twenty blood of sarge. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that. That's cool. really. I mean, I can see a little bit of difference, but holy cow, it's out of whack. Yeah, it's very out of whack. Well, it's sort of like when you buy something for twenty thousand gold off a vendor, you could sell it back to them for six. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. But yeah, I think the rest of these were most were mostly dealt with in the patch notes, um, yeah. or perhaps they weren't actually fixed and they were hot fixed back right. in. But so, you know, like any other major patch, um, there were a lot of fixes. There's still a lot of fixes coming in. There's been a lot of complaints about Windwalker monks. Okay. I haven't seen any. I have all over the place. You go to go to the monk forums, you go to Reddit, people are complaining mightily about some rather large nerfs that Windwalkers got. They huh. got a twenty percent damage reduction to to wow. one of their their first ability. I think it's the um, the Fist of Fury, which is one of their main attacks. Yeah, a twenty percent damage nerf, and they reduced the uh, the da- the range from eight to five yards. Huh. So there, as I said, there have been some some big, big, big complaints. I wonder why about. The nerfs to Windwalkers. I've seen that. I mean, I've seen every. Of course, you know when all these things come, people always complain about one thing or another. Yeah. Um, you're not going to make everybody happy, but it seems as though Windwalkers have gotten a real kind of a raw deal. Yeah. So, out, to all your Windwalker monks out there, sorry. Um. All right. Blizzard signed a two-year exclusive deal with Twitch to stream esports. This is huge. Um, I personally don't care about esports very much, but uh-huh. um, this is this is huge for the business. Um, Twitch has been—I I mean, at this point, they've just established themselves as like the place to watch gaming. And I know there's YouTube gaming. Sorry, it's just not working for me. Um, Twitch is like the place to watch everything now. For Blizzard to sign a two-year deal with them helps Blizzard and it helps Twitch. So yes. I see this as a good thing. I I can't watch it. It's it, I just can't. I watch people stream on Twitch, but the the competitions were I don't know. It's it's like some of the commentators, and I don't know. I'm I'm I just can't get into it. Well, it, it's interesting because some years ago I was actually asked to commentate. Yeah. On. They wanted to. They wanted me to do it, Leroy Jenkins. Um, yeah. Nothing against the guy, but I always thought that was such a fake, fakeity, fake video. I didn't want any part of it. I just had a bad feeling about the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Not to mention this was this was commentating on arena. I had no PvP experience. I wouldn't feel comfortable doing it because mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm watching. Yeah. Um, I know when I'm in it, you know, and not doing well because I'm not a PvPer. Yeah. But the. I think there's a real art to commentating. There is. But there's and it's, also it's going not over just the top. knowing what's going on in the screen. It's mm-hmm. being able to process it quickly enough, comment on it in a way that is not just, oh wow, look at this, look at that, wow, look at this. Which yeah. is what how a lot of commentators that's about as intelligent as commentators you're gonna get. I compare like I watch a lot of football. Mm-hmm. Football commentating 
is good because at least I feel that it is because you have people that have been in the business for a long time, either they played the game or they've reported on the game for, you know, for many years. Um, there's just something, there's something about watching esports which is just like, uh, it's like an adrenaline rush that I don't want. I, it's right. a horrible way of describing it, but I just feel like sometimes th- these, these games just get so, exciting at some point and i'm just sitting there still trying to process what's going like in starcraft i try watching starcraft stuff and i say like, oh and he's going for that thing i'm like what <laughs> so i i have trouble watching it to me it's the difference between watching you know going back to the sports thing where i'm from hockey is huge mm-hmm. hockey commentators are kind of like that. They're very wound up, you know, and they get, they get really, they, they, they scream a lot. And it's a score. Yeah. It's, there's no insight. I, I would rather watch like Ann Munition, who's a Twitch streamer. Uh-huh. I would rather watch her. Um, than than some of this stuff. Uh-huh. I, I just really would. Just... Yeah. If there's going to be a commentary, don't have it. Just someone talking over it. Just have us some insight. Have yeah. something to contribute. Mm-hmm. And I've watched a couple, I've watched a few of these streams and such. I, I kind of got turned on to it, frankly, by watching BlizzCon coverage. Yeah. Frankly, I find much of it unwatchable. Yeah. Cause it's just like, it's, this it's, is, it's too, too much for me. I just, I can't. Yeah. But I, people love it. People you know, love and, it. And that's and fine. more power to them. I, More power to him. Yeah, I just um, I just have to sort of like throttle back my uh, my enthusiasm for that. Not, anyway, uh, speaking of BlizzCon, more tickets are going on sale July fifth. How is this happening? Did they find a new venue? No, I. All right, so I've been reading a couple of things about this. I'm not quite sure if this is the reason, but apparently the Anaheim Convention Center um, got a little bigger, so they're able to put more people in there. So. Okay, that's fine. Wow. Um, so yeah, tickets go on sale July fifth, and I have written in here in the notes. I said that's great, but what will that do to uh, an already full hotel scene? Yeah, because I mean that's that's the thing is a lot of people want to stay at the venue. It's like if 20... I if I were going to go, I wouldn't I wouldn't do that. I'd probably go down into Orange County and stay with my father in law. But yeah, but that's 20, a little different situation. Twenty six thousand people. And now you're you're opening it up to more. I don't know how many hotels are in the area. I know Disneyland Lots. is like right there across the street, literally. Oh, they have tons of hotels in that area because yeah. of Disneyland. Mm-hmm. But still, you know, there's going to be a lot of people who will want to be at the venue hotel or within walking distance, and they're not going to be able to be within walking distance. Yeah. So, all right, Overwatch news. We have a new map called Lunar Colony. I have not tried it yet because I'm an idiot and I've been farming for this stupid recipe. So I want to try it this <laughs> week and I'll report back on that. But um, it's got anti-grav and I can't wait to try it. Cannot wait to try this. So I will do that. Uh, speaking of Overwatch, you get a golden crate if you sign up for a Twitch Prime account. So that's interesting. It's got a guar- What is a golden crate? It's got a guaranteed legendary in it. Ah, so okay, that's nice. I just I just have a regular Twitch account because and I had to get that because of the Twitch merger with uh, with Curse. Yeah, I, I have the same thing. And Curse is what I use to get my 
and update all of my mods. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. So what? Else? All right. So we talked about the Sun Darter, um, and I'm gonna have a, a list. A list. I'm gonna have a, a link in the show notes uh, describing that. There's another one. There's uh, the hidden um, um, arcane mage staff artifact skin. Mm-hmm. And this is I'm not going to go to the end. I watched this video. So what you have to do is you have to shape five different uh, specific mobs in the five different areas in the aisles. And then you go to a spot in Elwyn Forest and all hell breaks, breaks loose. I'm not going to tell you more than that. <clears throat> but if you have an arcane mage, go see it for yourself. Yeah, well, you, it, just the ending is hilarious. It's, I, I don't want to say it. I don't want to be the person that spoils it, but I just laughed my ass off at this thing. So, well, you can you can tell me off, offline because I don't know if I would have time to do okay. it. But I'll tell you offline. Yeah, <laughs> we won't spoil but it for everyone else. It's though. not hard either. Um, mm-hmm. the, the video tells you exactly where to go and, and what you got to do. Well, it doesn't sound hard. Oh, oh I, I have to back up a second. There is one spot about this that's random is that after you sheep the five uh, mobs... When you go to your class hall, then you get a random um, uh, sheep. There's an exploding sheep inside your class hall. There are people There are people that were commenting in the video that I'll link. They said they've been waiting for this thing for two months. And wow. it still hasn't shown up. That The sheep has not shown up for them in their class hall. So this isn't something you could, It's something... If it wasn't for that randomness, this is something you can finish in like maybe half an hour. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little more, depending on your travel time. But... Um, you have to wait for that sheep to show up. Hmm. So it was like with me, uh, when I got the, fro- uh, I, yeah, the frost skin, I had to wait for the thing to whisper me. Mm-hmm. It took about a month or two. For- wow. So yeah, some people have been getting them and some people haven't. The, um, the skin itself is a sheep head on the top of your staff. Okay. Well, that may have changed <laughs> things. I think my mage would want that. Okay. She's a panda mage, and she—I mean, she rides a goat for heaven's sake. <laughs> Having a sheep head on a stick might yeah. be too much mm-hmm. for me to to resist. Yeah, so there's that. Okay, so don't tell me about this. I'll I won't tell you about this. So there you go. I think she doesn't that's... normally play play arcane. I don't. But know. I've, I've got her arcane. I've got the arcane artifact. Mm-hmm. But I may have to go get this. Yeah, I'll watch the video. Okay, watch the video. I think that's all we got. Yeah, I think so. All right. Uh, how does everybody get a hold of you, Ren? I am on Twitter at Warcast underscore Renata and on Facebook for Renata Kane. Look for the Undead Chick. I am Star Mike on Twitter, World of Warcast on Twitter, World of Warcast at gmail.com is our email address. That's going to do it for this episode. And our Discord server. Oh, you know, I keep forgetting. Hold on. I'm going to put this here. Discord. I'm going to put that in there so that I don't forget. I, I did. I forgot to do it for this week in Trek last week. Mm-hmm. Um, so I will uh, put that in there so that everybody. And we do pop in, so. Oh, I'm there all the time. I um, sometimes forget to to start Discord, <laughs> but I but I, okay. I do try to remember. Yeah, yeah. So that's good. All right. Pop in, say hello, make suggestions. Yeah. All right. I want to thank everybody for listening. We'll talk to you later. For the horde. For the alliance. <laughs>